what's going on guys this is social introvert podcast with your host marcel gill and today we're going to talk about spirituality uh these past few episodes have been good i've got some great feedback um i talked about fear i also talked about addictions um those are two things I know that we deal with on a regular basis, but um, we can overcome both fear and addictions. Uh, so let's talk about spirituality. I'm going to take, uh, take it in a different direction today um, because I, I host a clubhouse uh, group with one of my friends, Keisha Flowers, and we talked about uh, spirituality and people coming out of various religions, particularly Christianity, because you, as we all know, that's the biggest religion, uh, the most popular one anyway, and um, we had a great discussion today, we typically have a every single day on Clubhouse, you can find me at Blackonomy, B-L-A-Q-O-N-O-M-Y, um, so yeah, we had a great conversation today, and I was going to talk about something else today, but thanks for your reality, uh, it's a great topic to touch on, um, so let's see here, um, most people would ask, I had a question, what is spirituality? Um, the best way I figured out to explain it is that spirituality is understanding ignorance. What does that mean? Um, ignorance simply means uh, not knowing something, um, not having an understanding of something. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. Your ignorance is something meaning you don't know about it. Um, most people think that ignorance is a, you know, a derogatory term or it's a, some way to come at somebody as a joke or, you know, to make them, or to demean people. Um, and they use it out of context all the time. I hate when I see it on Instagram. Anyway, um, yeah, so we understand that uh, it's spirituality, that we simply don't have an answer for the unseen, the unproven, and the unknown. Um, spirituality it's uh, I don't even want to call it an umbrella because that's pretty much what religion is and religion is an umbrella of rules moral codes and uh, rules for their you know specific deities um, but spirituality more so is an open forum pretty much it's an open umbrella I guess you could say <laughs> um, it doesn't really have a to it. You can go wherever you want to and however you want to. And um, so a brief story about what I thought it was. Um, I used to think that spirituality was, you know, um, all about just manifesting um, our heart's desires um, through means outside of a particular religion. Um, uh, one of the things that really led me to spirituality was realizing that um, I'm a critical thinker. Uh, I like to analyze things and I love to do research on different topics. Um, and I, I realized at a very young age, like I was very fast to find scriptures because I grew up in a Christian household. Um, I was very quick to find scriptures. I always had an answer for everything in the Bible. I was finding texts and Bible study before the adults would when I was like before a teenager. Um, and, you know, I wanted to model myself, I guess, somewhat as after my grandfather. My grandfather's a pastor in the Christian denomination. 
or the Kojic denomination, which is a sub-chapter, I guess, of Christianity, Protestant Christianity. And, um, you know, I used to, you know, want to make him proud. Because, you know, generally, if you grew up in a religious household, you know, everybody pretty much followed the same rules. And whoever is the oldest in the house or whoever is the one who studies the most Bible is generally looked at as, you know, the thinker or the smartest person in the family or, you know, the most moral one if you want to call it that. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to model my life after that, and I was a musician as well. So, as always, when you grow up in church, especially in a black church, there's going to be some kind of drums or a keyboard or an organ, a guitar maybe, and maybe a bass. And I have to play drums and later got into keyboard, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I was a musician in church, so I, I connected to this religion and this particular God through music. Um, that was just a gift I was born with, and I was taught to believe that the gift I was born with was a gift from God. Um, so obviously I would, you know, go full-fledged and all out in music and, and pursue God through music because that was the gift that was given to me. So. Uh, a few years down the road, I started, you know, doing my own research because, again, like I said, I like to read. I wasn't one of those Christians who just went to church and believed everything that the pastor said. Um, like about 99% of other Christians, or, you know, they'll go to church or the mosque or a temple and they'll listen to their rabbi, father, priest, pastor, deacon, minister, elder, prophet, apostle, whoever, um, preach from a particular book. And, you know, everybody in the crowd would you know, cheer and be happy and agree with the person um, without having any context or knowing where in the world did this text come from? Who wrote this text? Why did they write it this way? And, um, you know, so once I became a senior in high school, I was exposed to, you know, conspiracy theories and Illuminati and stuff like that. So, you know, naturally, you know, that opens the door to many other things. So a few years down the road later, uh, I started uh, questioning things in the Bible. Again, like, uh, how old is Earth? Uh, how does somebody die and come back to life? Uh, how does somebody survive in the belly of a giant fish for three days without dying or eating? Um, how did uh, Elijah go to heaven in a fiery chariot in a whirlwind? How does somebody part the Red Sea? Why was there a zombie apocalypse in Jerusalem after Jesus was crucified? Um, how can Jesus come back on a flying horse in the clouds? Uh, you know, general questions that you you hear in mythology all the time, right? Because, again, we know there's nothing new under the sun. Um, and upon further investigation, especially in college, I guess it was my first real exposure to ancient Kemet, because that's what I study now. Um, I'm not a part of its uh, religious sect, if you want to call it that. I just like to observe uh, the principles in Kemetic sciences, because uh, they didn't believe in gods. Uh, they didn't believe in gods at all. Um, that's a common misconception when you watch mainstream media and watch TV. Uh, they will have you believe that the Egyptians uh, worshipped gods um, with alligator heads and fountain heads, and they couldn't be more wrong. Um, they would even have you believe that the ancient Egyptians were white and... <laughs> and not black but that's a whole other story so yeah i, I study um their traditions and stuff like that one because i'm african and i believe that we all should know more about our african heritage and history um 
most Africans here in America uh, only know about as much about Africans as the slave trade and slavery here in the U.S. and nothing about what happened before, you know, the whole slave, the transatlantic slave trade, the diaspora, all of that stuff. So I started doing more research on that in college. Uh, I had to do a, a, a project on whether or not Horace and Jesus were copies and plagiarizations. And at the time I was a Christian, this is back in 2011. So of course I said, uh, you know, Horace is fake and, um, you know, Jesus is real and Jesus was actually born. And he actually walked the earth and he died for my sins. Um, only to find out that uh, they both were plagiarized fake from the actual uh, entity, which would be Peru or, you know, Osiris Peru. That is later translated in Greek to Isis, Osiris, and Horus. And then from there, you get Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. But um, that's a whole other topic, too. <laughs> but um, I, I realized then that, you know, there's other things out there, and there's people who are out here thriving that don't believe in Christianity. And why why do they have to go to hell? Because they don't believe um, what it is that I believe. And I realized that beliefs and truth are not the same thing. Um, people believe they do things for the right reason and have a bad result. Um, people believe um, that there's an actual deity up there that watches over us 24-7 and judges us every second of the day. Uh, which again, I cannot say that it's not true. What I can say is that it has never been proven. Um, and and also what I will say is that uh, spirituality is simply asking questions. It's it's wanting to know how things maneuver and how things work. Because if you if most people, if you take a post secondary education, um, or if you even take higher education, I won't even go that far. Um, most of the time you have to take a critical thinking class and you learn about fallacies. You learn about the straw man fallacy. You learn about the God of the gaps fallacy. And that's one of the biggest ones that Christians use or religious people use, right? Because no religion out there has proven one, that their God actually exists, let alone he created all these things or she created all these things or there was a multiple pantheon of deities that created things or the water and the trees where we come from, where we're going, uh, afterlife. Um, no religion has have yet proven any of their deities or their ideologies to exist. And what we also have to understand is that every single one of these ideas came from some man's head, some man's ideologies, or even some women in some cases. So um, I think we, we just want to know how things work. And we also understand for the most part that we're never going to know how everything works, but we're not gonna label um, what it is that we don't know because that's just being facetious. That's being uh, not honest, it's being dishonest, it's being intellectually dishonest as well. And we, we understand that um, there are multiple paths for people to take. Um, people look to the stars to find answers, people look to nature to find answers. And that's one of the things that I, I actually came up with today uh, in my clubhouse group. Someone asked me, um, where would I direct them? How would I, where would I tell them to look? Or 
how do I really get started on my spiritual journey? And I, I told her to look towards nature. Um, there's people who can read the stars and tell you everything about your life and everything that you need to know about yourself and how to thrive, and how to build yourself up and how to eliminate bad things from happening in your life. There's people who can read your palms and tell you how your life path is going and who you are and what you are. There's people who can read tarot cards and do the same thing. There's people who can ask the ancestors because we all have ancestors and our ancestors are willing to help us um, if we know what to do. Uh, that's a whole nother topic as well. <laughs> but um, again, there's so many different paths to determining um, the output and the outlook of our life if we're willing to do shadow work, if we're willing to learn ourselves and, and think on our own moral compass and think on our own terms. Um, you, you have many different crafts out here uh, that people use and utilize that are kept secretive for the most part because either you ran into the wrong person or you're seeking it out with the wrong intention. So again, I'm a person who believes in frequencies and vibrations. I believe in um, consciousness. Um, I believe that everything is connected. Um, I believe that uh, a lot of these religions out here are based off of nature in a sense because again like I said uh, religions as a whole did not always have a god complex there was always like for instance I'll talk about Kemet for example a lot of their things were based off of nature um, again the god concept came from ancient Kemet um, they used the language called the Metanetur and this was inscribed on the pyramids and the temples in Egypt, which we can all go and look at and see today. And if not, you can see pictures on Google. And what they refer, what we refer to now as gods, they refer to as the Netur or the Netaru or the Netaru. And these, uh, the Netaru were simply divine principles of nature, right? They weren't like actual deities, like I said. They weren't uh, dog-headed people or fountain-headed people or um, you know scarab gods that they worshipped and whatnot. these were divine aspects of nature that they saw with their own two eyes and they utilized these pictures and these stories to tell stories they, they utilized nature and they told stories based off of what they saw and they used that to inform people to teach people and to help them understand you know that we're, we're as much a part of these cycles in nature as they are. We're not, we're not superior to them and we're not inferior to them, but we are all in this together at the same exact time. We realize that everything dies, everything will fall, uh, just like Rome fell, just like Kemet fell. Um, all things, all cycles must come to an end. So there will be a point in time where religion is no longer um, forced on people. And religion is no longer um, the dominant ideology on the planet, but more so people who value freedom. Because spirituality gives you the opportunity to be unique. Religion does not. Religion takes you to think. Spirituality allows you to think. So I'm going to close on that note. I thank you all for tuning in again. Again, if y'all want to follow me on Clubhouse on Instagram, y'all can find me at Black Colony. And we can get busy, we can get working.
Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace.